Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's 5 o'clock. It's 5 o'clock on the most listened to sports talk show for your ride home. What? what? It is time for the Falcons Report. Whoa. Guns it. Caught. Touchdown Atlanta in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. You shall not pass. The 5 o'clock Falcons Report. Oh, my heaven. The 5 o'clock Falcons Report is brought to you by Jack Daniels. Make it count. Jack Daniels. Please drink responsibly. And sponsored by MD Anderson Cancer Center on Dukes and Bell. We are Dukes and Bell. We start off every day and every are by saying, hey, hey man. man, go get some Hey Man L. It is at your local Publix. It's all over everywhere you purchase your beverages. Right on. If they don't have it, ask for it, guys, and uh, they can get it certainly at Publix, no matter where you're at in, the, in and around the state of Georgia. Mike, the Falcon Report is brought to you by our friends also at the Georgia Hemp Company. Fall in love with the Georgia Hemp Company this Valentine's Day in stores, Decatur, Duluth, Sandy Springs, Woodstock, or head online at thegeorgiahempcompany.com. All right, a couple of things going on outside of getting ready for Super Bowl 57. Coaching changes continue to happen around the NFL. Today, we find out that former Falcons quarterback coach, because it just happened, Charles London has left the team to become the passing game coordinator and quarterbacks coach with the Tennessee Titans. Now, I don't know what the Titans quarterback situation is going to be. Ryan Tannehill, I don't think it will be there. Uh, we'll see how things move forward. But London Mike played at Dunwoody High School, went to Duke, and had been the Falcons quarterback's coach, or at least with the Falcons the past two seasons. Um, the Falcons have former NFL quarterback T.J. Yates as the wide receivers coach. Okay. okay? Um, they've got Dave Ragone, who's considered – he carries the title of O.C., but we know Arthur Smith calls the plays. So we'll see if one of these guys gets elevated. Desmond Ritter – the development of Ritter, and here's the thing about quarterbacks, Coach, and this gets us into this conversation Mike and I were having. T.J. Yates is a prime example of that. T.J. Yates is a quarterback. So why is T.J. Yates, you know, coaching the wide receivers? Part of this is, guys, as you progress through your coaching career, sometimes you are asked to do things or you want to learn about other positions and how they are coached and how that whole process comes into the big picture. And so, Mike, you know, we've seen guys coach out of the realm of what they are really known for whether it be secondary, linebackers coach. Oh, go coach the receivers, Raheem Morris. I think this is just part of the process, but we know we've had guys call in and say, yeah. oh, well, Charles London, he ain't never been a quarterback. There are a lot of guys around the league who've not done it, but are coaches and coach positions, Mike, that they didn't play. And that goes back to, you said it, we had a guy, I guess it was back in uh, probably November, December, before we got to Desmond Ritter, and he was going, that's the problem. we got a running back teaching Mariota how to be a quarterback. <laughs> Carl just laid it out. Guys change positions, they move around. You could argue that, uh, you know, if you're a young quarterback, it's probably good if you have an older quarterback 
who's your quarterback coach, who's played in the league or at least has some experience. We could argue, and you and I were joking around earlier, what could Matt LaFleur have possibly taught Matt Ryan in 2016 when his best high, highest level of experience was quarterback for the Omaha Beef of an arena team? Yeah. But he did play in college, and Matt LaFleur obviously has become a tremendous head coach and working with Aaron Rodgers, and, you know, he's gone to two NFC championships. But – that was Shanahan. You've got your people. It's Shanahan's system. I know for some fans out there, I, I don't know if you think literally like Matt Ryan would come off the field and Matt LaFleur would have him under a hot lamp and they're breaking down film or something. I don't know. People have to get their own vision, version, I guess, how this works out. I would say, though, and I understand where some people are coming from, if I got a guy in Desmond Ritter, I don't have a problem if I got a guy who's actually played a position. Sure. Working with him mechanics-wise. As you said, maybe you weren't the best at it. We said it earlier. Some of the best baseball managers were – you know, catchers who couldn't hit their weight, who went on to win World Series. Yeah. I, but some people do like to see some guys who play the position coach. The all position. right, so, so let's talk about this. How important is that to Falcon fans that whomever gets the opportunity? Now, if it's Dave Ragone, Dave Ragone play, play quarterback, right? T.J. Yates, play quarterback. Do you feel more comfortable with those guys being our quarterback's coach, knowing that the development of Desmond Ritter is different? See, when LaFleur came in here, Matt Ryan was already an established guy. Correct. This wasn't him coming in with a young player like Ritter in his second year after playing four games and going, hey, I need you to see this. And this is the part I was talking with, with Mike about is, you know, part of being a quarterback's coach, or you can pick your position, is understanding the overall philosophy and having you understand it, right? We're going to watch film together. We know what the play calls are. We know what we're supposed to be doing, Mike. And when sometimes, not every time, but sometimes when you're not seeing things in a game, I can say, hey, remember we saw that on Wednesday or we, we talked about right. that on Thursday. That's really what we're talking about here. It's not like you come in and all of a sudden Mike mentioned Tom House, you're throwing the football and you're saying, hey, this is how you need to throw the football better. That didn't happen. That doesn't right. happen with Matt Ryan. But with Ritter, him being where he at is in his career, I kind of do want that, don't you? Yeah, I kind of do. i got to be honest with you. So the idea, you know, the offensive coordinator is upstairs. Sometimes they're on the sideline. Usually they're upstairs in the booth. So you got the quarterback's coach. So you come off the field, you're young Desmond Ritter in your third or second or first game, and your quarterback's coach, you see him on the sideline. they got the tablet. They're looking at the coverage. They're looking at here's what the defense showed. Why did you go here? Yeah. You know, I just I think it just, again, as long as the, the information is being communicated and Ritter is advancing and he's picking it up. But, yeah, I think there were some listeners. There were a couple guys who vocalized it. They did like the idea of a quarterback coaching the quarterback. Either way, you have your wish. Charles Levin has moved on to the Titans. All right, let's shift gears, talk about our defense. It's our Falcon Report, guys. Ryan Nielsen was talked about uh, talking yesterday about whether or not if he wanted the full-time D.C. role. And, Nola, remember, he was part D.C., right? There were two defensive coordinators, co-coordinators. Here's what he said about that, Mike. You know, I don't really want to get into that. You know, I've moved on. And um, I'm a Falcon, and, and that's in the past. But I appreciate the question. It was good. It was it was good. Um, I'm, Were there times where you just wanted to – you wish that you had that, that, that sole control? Yeah, again, I mean, I'm going to stay away from that. But I appreciate the question. Um, I'm here, and that's what I'm excited about going forward in the future. Thank you. All right, I mean, you know, I, I want to know it what you – like a yes. I want to know what your experience was at your other job. So yeah. that's uh, – but that's kind of, you know – He's definitely learning from Arthur Smith. I appreciate the question. Oh, that was Dan Quinn. Oh, that's right, DQ. My bad. Know your Falcon coaches' yes. answers, right? Yeah, that was Dan Quinn right. who, would, who would say but that. But I appreciate the question. But, no, listen, I, I think you'd be silly to not believe that you're the co-defensive coordinator. You've been mm. there for six years. Everybody's talking about you going somewhere else and maybe even Sean Payton plucking you off the tree. Other coaches are saying this is the guy and you don't, you don't have full autonomy to do what you want. Yeah, of course. I think he probably wanted that. 
So I'm gonna stay away from that. Yeah. So, so Ryan, I have no issues with it. If he would have said, "Yeah, I would have preferred to have been to the full time DC," he feels like he's stepping on toes there for guys that he worked with. I don't think there's any problem with it, but that's how he answered it. Meanwhile, he talked about his relationship with Jerry Gray. This is going to be our secondaries coach, guys. Jerry has called plays in the NFL, has been a defensive coordinator. Um, here's Ryan Nelson. Nelson. It's been great. You know, um, whenever Jerry was hired, we started just started having phone conversations when he was kind of going back to back and forth to places and and just kind of just getting to know each other and and and. Along with player uh, relationships with the players, coaching relationships are as important, you know. And so um, Jerry's been awesome, you know, just visited. That's why I was kind of late coming down here today. I was just with him and talking some football and just kind of going over some philosophy things and X's and O's type stuff. So it's been great. I really look forward to, to days in the future with Jerry. Well, they need to get along. Uh, Ryan mm -hmm. Nielsen, the new defensive coordinator, they're going to need to be on the same page as they start to mend and mesh this defense and what it's going to look like. So, right. um, you know, he's saying he loves the fact – philosophy-wise. They, mm -hmm. They're not talking about players right now because we don't know what the players are going to look like. That, they, that A lot of that is going to change. He's just talking about what do you think about this? How do you feel about running this? I think, Mike, a lot of those conversations are going on. But I think they already knew sort of they were on the same page. Right. I'm going to stay away from that. <laughs> 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 You're right, though. I was, I was saying, Arthur, Arthur, well, surface, surface narrative. Yes. Is, I'm sorry, you got to know your coach's responses. Dan Quinn would know the question was coming. Go, I appreciate the question. Yeah. We always, like, always appreciate an answer. But yeah, as far as this guy, we heard from Chuck Smith. And taking from Chuck is all he does is work on pass rush and defense. And he's a believer in this guy. He likes the hire. Thinks Ryan Nielsen's going to have a chance to develop some of these younger players. But a lot of this is also incumbent on what Fontenot does in free agency. I mean, we got we got to get some better. You can coach up, you know, in X's and O's, but you got to have the Jims and Joes. And right now, we need some of those. Yeah, no doubt. 404-741-0929. We're going to talk more about our Hawks coming up in less than 10 minutes. Poll questions up at Dukes and Bell 929 as uh, we approach the trade deadline on Thursday. Hawks, Pelicans tonight, and then Suns at home on Thursday before they get the Spurs on Saturday. So we're going to be talking more about that coming up and more on Super Bowl 57. Kevin Harlan's going to join us at 540, guys. He'll be broadcasting the uh, Super Bowl. He's done that now, I think, for 15 or 17 years and maybe longer than that um, for the radio broadcast. And Kevin does an amazing job. So we'll get a chance to pick his brain on all things Super Bowl 57 coming up here at 540. 404-741-0929. It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Find Mike. He's Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put Him Up, C Dukes, and this radio show, Dukes and Bell 929. Find us on the gram as well and across all other social media platforms. The radio station is 929 The Game. <laughs> And make sure you follow us. Yeah, man. As far as the uh, you know Super Bowl stuff, and we'll talk more about it with Kevin. But really, the only thing that came out from yesterday from the media day, which is now called Opening Night, was Sirianni saying that yeah, he kind of felt a little upset that uh, you know, speaking of coaching changes, a new coach comes in. He was part of uh, Romeo Cornell's staff as a wide receiver coach. And I mean, let's be honest, you're you're doing a clean sweep. Andy mm. Reid did that, but he did use it as a motivation, and now perhaps as a little extra sauce. Just surprised that he would use this. You know, the, the platform of the Super Bowl media night to go down that road knowing the media is going to jump oh, yeah. on it with two feet. Yeah, and and you know what? I'm, I'm guessing, Mike, I mean, I may be wrong. Sirianni may be a jerk. Who knows? But I'm guessing when him and Andy meet on the field on Sunday, mm -hmm. uh, and they may see – they probably will see each other later this week. Right. I'll be that photo op with both guys, yeah. both coaches in the trophy. He's probably going to say, listen, you know, Andy's going to be like, I understand. You know, you're a young guy. No big deal. No hard feelings. I, I just don't know if it's a – if it's a game-changing kind of thing that the coach comes out and basically says he was hurt that he didn't get retained. 
But I understand it, and I'm glad he's got this chip on his shoulder, and we'll see if he's going to coach his guys up to be the best team on Sunday. I hope we get a great game. Hey, coming up, you got to hear, you got to hear what Landry Fields said about making deals for our Atlanta Hawks. Stay right there. It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and Odyssey.com. The strong-arm story of the day is brought to you by John Foy Associates Personal Injury Law. It is Dukes and Bell. Uh, Hawks in action tonight against the Pelicans. Uh, by the way, if you are wondering, uh, Zion out. Oh. Ingram probable. This is for the Pelicans. Valanchunas, uh, their big fella, is probable. So those both of those guys could play. Uh, C.J. McCollum's a dude. They got a nice team. When all their pieces are together, the Pelicans, they have amassed a, a really nice team. Um, by the way, DJ, and no news on this. I'm looking at Bo and, and Chris, right? Earlier today we reported that uh, he had a migraine. So it might be a situation where he might be a game-time decision, but we have not heard anything yeah. as of right now. And, you know, you and I were talking about this earlier and how this kind of goes back to earlier on this road trip. You had a chance to win this road trip and, you know, come back at over 500. Trey misses the Denver game because of illness, not COVID-related. And then, unfortunately, now you got – like, I've never had a migraine. I know you got knocked out of the box, what, a couple of weeks ago, right? A couple of months ago. You had a yeah, it was one. a few months back. I've never dealt with it. I've heard it's brutal. So, I mean, look, if we're going to take it on face value, and that's that sucks. You can't play. But this is why it stinks when I have a guy tap out, and I have no reason why he tapped out like Trey did up in Denver. So now you got a chance, hopefully, to uh, get a win here and try to build some momentum before the All-Star break. We're a two-point dog, by the way, in New Orleans with all those injuries. No Zion, no DeJounte. All right, so Landry Fields went on our morning show today, um, and you got to hear this. He said a couple of different things. One, I'll let you hear it coming up, but he talked about taking calls for the trade deadline. Our poll question's up at Dukes and Bell 929, and we want you to go vote. Because I think it's important that if you feel like, hey, we can contend, we just have to make a few adjustments, then you should be a player in the trade deadline. There's just no debating it. But a poll question's up. We're asking you, what do you think the Hawks should do before the deadline? Uh, move a big piece and, and reset? Uh, make a minor deal? Acquire a big piece or stand, stand pat and do nothing? Um, you can go vote. Now, I, I think you need to you know, move a big piece, not necessarily reset, but acquire a big piece. But mm-hmm. that's only 15% of the people who are voting. 46% of the people right, right now might say, stand pat, do nothing. So you guys think that a 500 team that's been inconsistent, had trouble closing games, had cl- trouble closing games, doesn't play defense at the end of game. That all of a sudden things are just going to click, and all of a sudden we're going to be great in the playoffs. You know, Carl, I, I looked at the numbers, and I, I gave you the details in this early because I said, you know, there's a part of me that says I don't want to lose bogey for nothing, especially because it's like throwing up the white flag if you get something that doesn't equal the same production as scoring. You know, if you get somebody who scores like bogey and the contract's more, you know, flexible, okay. John Collins, I mean, as more guys have added to this team like DeJounte, his production goes down. He's a 13-7 and seven guy now. You know, making up $25 million a year. That's not attractive for trade. So let's just say, for argument's sake, I will play devil's advocate to what you just drew at me. Okay. All right. First off, Trey Young is going to play in every game down the stretch. He's never going to miss a game. And he's going to, you know, do his thing, double-double each night. DeJounte, keep on trucking. DeAndre Hunter is going to go for 25 every night. John Collins is going to go for double-double, 15 and 10 every night. Bogey's going to be healthy, and he's going to go for 16 every night. The bench, and Nate's going to rotate the bench very uh, adeptly, and use Jalen Johnson and A.J. Griffin when it's... Uh, okay, this isn't freaking happening, okay? <laughs> this isn't... Never mind. 
Hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on. Let me just... Wait a minute. You want me to believe that all of that's going to happen over the next 30-some-odd games? Oh, and the, the Heat, the Nets, and the Cavaliers are all going to drop dead in the next uh, couple of weeks, too. Because, again, guys, this is the debate. Carl just laid it out. That's a lot of stuff that has not happened. Parcells says it. Your record is your record. That applies to all sports. We are a 500 team. And, again, there's a reason for that. We just don't play. We don't play. One guy might pop one night. When do we ever get three of the five guys having a big night? Right? Because when that happens, we have a game like Portland where we win. But it happens so infrequently. And then, and then you throw the Nate factor in there where Nate does a lot of screwy stuff with his rotations, too. And we don't, but you said it. The defense ain't going to get better. They went, what, 27 and 11 under Nate when he took over. Yeah. For uh, what's his face? Yeah, because everybody wanted ago. change. Everybody wanted yeah. the new hotness. Yeah, Lloyd, when Lloyd Pierce got uh, taken behind the barn, we brought in Nate. They yeah. went 20, they can go 27 11 this year with Nate. <gasps> no, not likely. But, it, what, what, but maybe is, is there, are things better? Is there something going on behind the scenes in the front office that the fans don't know about? All right. Why? Yes, that, that is true. We have been at times. All of that, what Mike just said, is not going to happen. But I want you to hear Landry Fields, the general manager, and you got to listen to this, okay? Talk about he, he starts talking about the road trip and how you know happy he is about the road trip, and and again, this could be a successful road trip if we handle business tonight mm-hmm. against the Pelicans. We'll see, and then you come back and play the Suns on Thursday. But within this soundbite, Mike, he talks about how he is empowering players. Listen, I mean, I'm pleased. Like it's it's hard to win on the road. It's hard to win in general. Um, you know, I, 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 there's always areas just because of my mindset that we can continue to grow. But at the same time, like I'm, I'm, I'm proud of what I'm seeing so far. You know, there's a lot of things, changes with, to our operating system that we've implemented. Um, everything from greater degrees of communication, empowering our players, not just with support, but challenge and, and new expectations. And I think we're starting to see some of the, some of the first fruits of that and credit also to our guys for responding. It's not easy to go into a season and, and have a leadership change midseason. So uh, coaches and players have responded well so far. Okay. Now, for many of you, you're driving around, however you're accessing the show, you're listening on a smart speaker, you're on your home, at, at, on your computer, however you're listening right now, that just went right over your head. I literally turned my head like a dog, like my dog does. What does that all mean? He said they're empowering in players, talking about communication, support, and challenging. So here's my question. Is Trey calling shots here? What does that exactly mean when the general manager says we basically opened up better lines or more lines of communication? Here's what I know about sports. Come close. You need a leader and you need somebody in charge. Okay? You can't have your star player, and I'm not telling you that this is happening, Mike, but mm-hmm. this insinuates that we're getting more feedback from our guys and therefore what they want goes. That doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, I got to be honest. Landry Fields, he's the king of the freaking buzzword. I mean, that's every buzzword. I mean, it sounds like I'm at an HR seminar. But anyway, okay, the players have a better line of communication. You're 500! You're tapping out. Trey taps out. We don't even know why. You guys are a 500 team. You don't play a lick of defense. Isolation basketball. I'm glad there's good communication. Oh, the communication is I'm not playing tonight is what the communication is. That's the communication. So Trey says, yo, man, back to back. I'm out, Denver. But I, we're communicating. Yeah, that's, what I, that's the way I read it. Old school guys. Now, again, all that political, not political, all that, I don't know, buzzword mumbo jumbo that Landry Fields just spewed out there means nothing to me. 
other than the inmates are running the asylum and, they, and Nate's got to listen to these guys? That's that's where I'm going with this. I mean, that's what I took from it. I'm not saying it's happening, but when you open up the doors for we're trying to empower guys, you know what empowerment is? We'll listen, but we're still going to tell you guys what, what needs to be done. That's empower. Not not you guys call the shots. Now, don't under, don't misunderstand me here. In the NBA, all right, stars. I just told this to Bo. I was just telling this to Bo in there. Stars will will they, they will get days off, but the teams that do it right, Steve Kerr. I'll use him as an example. Right. Curry, how you feeling? Oh, coach, man, a little tired. Okay, everybody up, fellas. I know we're supposed to practice today, but guess what? We're gonna get a day off. It comes from the coach. It doesn't come from the star. Because you know what? That's why it all works. When it comes from the star, Mike, you know what you get? Individualism. You know what you get? Mm -hmm. Russell Wilson. You get Russell walking around and call my people. That's what you get. That's why it has to come from the coach. And, guys, I'm not making a bigger deal out of this, but when I heard Landry Fields say this today, I said, what is he talking about when you talk about better communication and support and, oh, we're empowering guys. Chris, let me hear that little piece again. It's troubling. Empowering our players not just with support but challenge and new expectations. All right, so what's the challenge? The challenge is to not be in the freaking play-in game. <laughs> the challenge is for you guys to take pride in your job and to do your job when you're asked to do it. You know? So, again, I just this is, if you don't like professional sports and you hear your general manager say that, you go, really? You know, we, we want to empower these guys. We, we got better goals. The goal is to make the freaking playoffs. The goal is to go from where we were last year by adding DeJounte Murray, the expectation we're one of the top four teams in the Eastern Conference, not to be a middling 500 team that wins one, loses one that doesn't play defense, all the things we've talked about. One guy pops in, the next night he disappears. Come on, this is – I don't understand I don't, I don't. understand this. I don't. Can I ask you something else? It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Not me personally. <laughs> Stop, Trey. Is this, <laughs> is this an insinuation that the last guy – didn't work this way, and we want more say, and we need to have more say in what we're doing and, and how things are run. Is, th- is, that, yeah. is that what this is? I mean, Travis Slink got shown the door, and hey, look, if we go and finish in the eighth, and we finish the seventh, and we get in the same boat as last year, and we lose in the first round. Okay, so we'll what be makes th- you think this team is a top four team or going to be? I'm, I'm being I'm trying to be based on Landry. I'm really excited about the communication. <laughs> and you know what? I got a great idea. All right. If we get knocked out of the playoffs, if we lose in the playing round, we can hang a banner at State Farm, ninth seed East, best communicating team in the NBA. I don't understand it. Kevin Harlan, our man, coming up next on Sports Radio 929 the game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is Dukes and Bell. We'll talk more about Landry Fields and his comments about the communication between the Atlanta Hawks and the players. They take on the Pelicans tonight. The next guest on this show, we love him. He's a longtime friend. His name is Kevin. Kevin Harlan, the best in the business. The best. He's calling another Super Bowl. And, Kevin, it's good to talk with you, my friend. How you been, man? It's good to be out with you guys. Thanks so much. I'm doing great. Hope you're doing well. Just heard about the Hawks. Pelicans game coming up on your station tonight. That'll be a good one. I'm, I'm, uh, we were down there a couple weeks ago on MLK Day, and uh, Hawks had a nice win. That was a fun game. No doubt. The uh, the Hawks have been struggling, and, and I want to get your thoughts on some NBA stuff, but i got to start with, with the Super Bowl because how many years is this now, Kevin, for you? How many years have you been calling this game? Uh, this will be the 13th in a row and 14 overall. Okay, because we were talking about it. Uh, from a radio standpoint, guys, you'll get a chance to hear Kevin Harlan. So, listen, I think we got the best two teams, right? We got two incredible stories. Everybody's talking about Nick Sirianni with the Eagles and, and what it means for Big Red. And Mike was talking about, you know, Nick Sirianni last night at, at opening night saying openly that, you know, he holds this uh, little grudge. He's got a chip on his shoulder because Andy Reid didn't retain his services when he took the job in Kansas City. You know, that's not what he's been saying, though, uh, before this. He said that, you know, he was on the staff. Reed came in. Reed, as all these coaches do, promised the wide receiver's job to uh, somebody on his Philly staff. And uh, when he got there, they said, well, here's who is under contract still. And Nick Sirianni was part of the previous staff. And, Reed, you know, a lot of these coaches come in and say, you know, I, I, I've got no time. i got my guy. Sorry, you'll have to figure it out yourself. They don't see him face-to-face or talk to him. Reed brought the guy in. They had a nice conversation, from my understanding. And uh, I don't know if he's just trying to play that up or not. Uh, I think things have worked out pretty well for Nick Sirianni. He, he kind of inherited a good team, good offense, good defense. He's had a pretty good. He's had a pretty good road there. I think I'd be more. And he has said publicly he's been more more grateful for Reed giving him the time, having a chance to at least interview, get on his radar. But uh, he understood that's the way the coaching profession is. If you, if you get a job, you don't think Sean Payton's going to bring a lot of his former assistants from around the NFL to Denver? Of course he will, just like all these coaches do when they get a new job. So I get it. And, 
And that's part of the business, and he should know that's part of the business, and I'm sure he does, and maybe it maybe it just came out wrong. But I that's not what I've been reading. I've been reading that he was incredibly grateful for that time and felt that Reed, as a lot of coaches would not do, gave him the time of day and visited with him and talked with him and gave him some nice advice. And I thought that was uh, that was a classy move by, by uh, Andy Reed. It is. You recognize the voice. It's Kevin Harlan with us, guys. The best in the the best, Jerry. The best in the business. He'll have the radio call. You'll hear the game right here on 92.9 The Game. And by the way, we look, uh, we're looking at the draft and free agency. Obviously, the Falcons can do some stuff this year, Kev. We look at the Eagles and the Chiefs, and they got all this stuff that we want that we don't have. How blown away are you by the job that Roseman did from like five years ago being in the Super Bowl to getting back in from a general manager standpoint? Just, st- just stacking the deck, it looks like. Yeah, both these guys, you know, Brent Veach up in Kansas City as well. I mean, my gosh, what they've done, how they put this together. You know, one of the best moves, quite frankly, that how he pulled off for the Eagles this year is after week 10, and they were gashed by the Washington Commanders running game. I mean, they just obliterated the Eagles. They went out and signed Linval Joseph, and they got Indomitian Sue, signed him after week 10 to strengthen the middle. And that changed their defense which was already good and, you know, clearly one of the best into something really formidable. And, and those two guys did a great job. Listen, here's Hassan Riddick on one side. You've got Brandon Graham in his mid-30s on the other side. You've got four guys on that line with double-digit sacks. And uh, going out and getting A.J. Brown before the season began from the Titans, huge move to help his young quarterback and to make the decision on the quarterback. You know, when he, when they, he was drafted – out of Oklahoma, even though he began at Alabama, he finished at Oklahoma, as we know. Um, uh, you know, a lot of people thought that they really overreached to pick up Hertz in the second round. Uh, but they saw something in him that was special. And clearly, they have been vindicated with that selection. Another wise pick. Uh, Devontae Smith, the receiver, terrific choice. Uh, getting Goddard a couple years ago, Dallas um, Goddard, and, and, and they, they sent Hertz off to Arizona when Ertz was having uh, trouble staying on the field with injuries, as he did again this year with the Cardinals. So, no, uh, Roseman's done a great job, whether it's been signing Darius Slay, uh, getting Bradbury. I mean, like right on down the list, all guys have helped that, that team on both sides of the ball. Kevin Harlan, our guest, guys, here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. He is calling the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 57 this Sunday. Um, I, I'm curious to know what you think about – this defense and how dominant it's been. Kevin, we've seen a lot of great defenses over the years, right? And we're going into a Super Bowl where you've got arguably the best offense taking on the best defense. The two times that's happened in the Super Bowl, the defensive teams have won. How good is this I, Eagles defense? Yeah, yeah, yeah good, good question, great point, and I'm on board with you. I, I saw them against San Francisco, and granted, San Francisco you know, was, was uh, just decimated at the quarterback position and could not even though their team is strong, I mean really strong, and had they had the, you know, the competence of quarterback, uh, they could have done some damage, I think, in that game. But Philadelphia um, has been playing superb defense, and their two playoff wins uh, attest to that and how they conducted the season. 70 sacks um, at the end of the regular season. They've had four sacks in each of the playoff games. 78 sacks is one of the best records of all time in the history of pro football, third all-time in back of uh, that Chicago team in 84 and 85. I mean, they've been superb. And, and uh, again, talking about Howie Roseman and Jonathan Gannon, their defensive coordinator, what he's done. 
Um, they're, they're brilliant. I mean, they're going to give the Chiefs all they can handle. I would say that, it, that if you just took it position group by position group, that um, the Eagles are better in all three levels of defense and probably around the offense, maybe aside from quarterback. We don't know what we're getting with Mahomes because of the ankle. He is still the best quarterback in pro football. So I'll give the nod there. I'd probably give it to the Hall of Famer, Travis Kelsey, at the tight end. But aside from that, the Eagles check all the boxes. If you took the top 12 individual players in this game, I think you'd probably go 7, 5, 8, uh, 4 in favor of the Eagles. So man for man and position group by position group, I think they've got, I think they've got the best team, and certainly on defense. Their secondary is terrific. Their pass rush has no peer, and their linebackers have been strong. Um, the Chiefs have got a full day ahead of them. They definitely do. One thing is, though, is Kansas City is one of the best come-from-behind teams in pro football with the best quarterback in pro football. But <laughs> they're taking on an offense of Philadelphia that has the best first half of any team, and it's not even close in the game. They've outscored everybody. They've got more yards than anybody. Their first two quarters uh, this season have been the best by far, by far in the NFL. Do you think Kevin Harlan is ready for this Super Bowl, Carl Dukes? No doubt. He's ready. He's ready. <laughs> and by the way, Kevin, when, when it's a slow day, sometime for us in sports, we get more mileage out of your radio calls when some nitwit runs on the field or there's a squirrel <laughs> on the field. I mean, I mean, I think some of you, I like, we know you're the best boys for play-by-play for hoops and football, but man, uh, how much fun do you have when some of that, when that shenanigans happens on the field? We love it. Yeah, well, it's fun, and you're nice to say that. You know, I, I think people take it for what it is, and that's to kind of have fun in a silly situation. But, you know, as you're doing radio, because you've got to be so lost in the game, you've got to be like your concentration has got to be so on to call it the way it should be called, and that's the challenge, and, and I like that challenge, and I know other play-by-play guys do too, that, that if a balloon came or a, or a hot dog wrapper went rolling across the field or – or whatever, I think you'd probably call that as well. It's just kind of, you're, you're just so trained to say what you see that sometimes you get caught, and then you go, well, maybe I should just finish it off and talk about the squirrel trying to get in the end zone or some, you know, guy who's had a little bit too much to drink, you know, running down the field, you know, crazily. So it, uh, it's kind of part and parcel with that job, but you're nice to say that. Like I said, I hope people take it the right way. Kevin, I got to ask. You were there when the Dylan Brooks situation happened with Donovan Mitchell, right? You were there. Boink. I was there, man. I, know. I saw it. I know. I saw it. And I hear you go, hold on. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> and I'm crying because I love the way you were like, something's going down here. And then Reggie, you and yeah. Reggie are, are calling a game, and, and I'm on social media, and people are like, Reggie's not seeing this. Were you guys seeing the same replay we were? Because it, it, yeah. some people were saying it didn't look like Dylan Brooks hit him in the, in the sack before he actually did, and I thought it was pretty clear. That was a crazy situation, Kevin. Oh, of course, yeah. Well, I kept waiting for Reg to say something, and I, I don't know if he felt that, that Brooks' arm was just flailing as he was – trying to get up or like, I don't, I don't know. And that's why I, I had to say, you know, like, Hey, got it. He got him in the boys. Like he, he nailed him right there. He, he, and, 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 um, and, and so I, 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 I could wait no longer. It, it had to come out. Someone had to, had to stick their neck on the line. Right. And I said, baloney flailing. 
pull, he wasn't trying to get up. He was trying to rack him, and he did. And uh, and, they, and so and so anyway, that's. Uh, I think Reggie was just trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, yeah, which right. I applaud, and and that's great. But after a while, you see it so many times. You say, uh, uh-uh. he was going right for the, you know what? And he got him. It was a direct hit, bullseye. Right. Bullseye! Got him right there, man. <laughs> Here's a promo. It's uh, Kevin Harley with us, guys. Wait4it.com hotline. You're a fool, Kevin. <laughs> I hey, love it. Hey, by the way, you've seen those guys. I mean, they got a little aging attitude. I mean, are you buying these uh, these Grizzlies to do it this year, or is it still? I mean, it seems like the West is wide open right now in the NBA. Yeah, it is. I uh, the West is open. The East is going to be a torture chamber. And the West is going to be like, who's got everybody back? Like, like is Anthony Davis going to be back? And are the Lakers going to be a player, you know, in the last quarter of the season? Are the Grizzlies going to get back Steven Adams? And, and is he going to have the kind of force that made them a complete team? Because without him right now, they are incomplete. And they're showing it. They're staggering a little bit. Um, uh, will, will, you know, Zion, is he going to stay healthy? Can he, is he going to play? Are they going to get their bodies back in New Orleans? Um, you know, there's all these things coming up. Can the Hawks had a nice little ride there for a while? They were kind of cooking uh, after MLK Day and and into Dallas. I think they won down in Dallas, and yep. and they were they were, they won like five six games in a row, and and that's that's what I think they are. I I hope they can sustain that and get back to that. Uh, but I do think the West is pretty open. I'm anxious to see what Kyrie does with Doncic in Dallas. That could that could be explosive. Right. Um, Devin Brooks getting back with the Suns. You know he's got to get his health back. So who's healthy? Who who can handle the war of attrition the best? That will probably rule the the West. But the East, man, it is going to be a war. Those top four or five teams, buckle up, baby, because it is going to be ferocious. It is, and you're going to be great on the call Sunday, my friend. We wish you the best. Have a great call for Super Bowl 57. Looking forward to just a great game. I know you are, too. We talk about this all the time, right? Just give me a great game. Just give me a good game. Just, just, yeah, just give us a, give everybody a great game. I'll look forward to it, and I look forward to seeing you guys down the road. All Take right. care, Kevin. Kevin Harlan, guys, here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Um, One of our favorites. So I'm gonna just love great to do. Dude. And by the way, Ness, that's radio. You're still the best on TV, Ness. Oh, because well, Ness is listening. You're right. You're right. But no, he's he's great. All right, we're coming back. Uh, we got more to get to. Guys were responding to the soundbite we played earlier with Landry Fields. <laughs> Wait until you hear the next one. We'll play it for you coming up next hour here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Oh, but we've got tickets for Atlanta United right hey, now. Hey, play to see from Mexico. Yes, we are. And, guys, remember this American Family Insurance Cup. We started this a couple of years ago, and it has been a huge hit. February 15th at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Let's give it a caller. Six. Six at 404-741-0929. You are going to be going to check out Atlanta United at the American Family Insurance Cup. Against Toluca FC. Right now. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.